and bro This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour open-line talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. To express your viewpoint, please call 804-754-1988. That's 804-754-1988. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. It is with deep and increasing regret that I find it necessary to come before you here today on Viewpoint to again discuss the matter of the COVID vaccine or vaccines. A bombshell lawsuit charging that the vaccine deaths are being concealed has been filed in federal court in Alabama. Attorney Thomas Renz alleges a massive government cover-up of vaccine and vaccination-related U.S. deaths that number at least 45,000. The suit filed on behalf of America's frontline doctors in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Alabama is based on a sworn statement by a government insider under federal whistleblower protection. Attorney Rands made the bombshell announcement. He says it's based on a whistleblower with access to government computers and can prove that at least 45,000 Americans have already been killed by the three COVID-19 vaccines authorized for emergency use by the FDA. A government insider identified only as Jane Doe is the whistleblower. She has access to the servers of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS. Under threat of perjury, this woman attested to this and she is an expert. She said that there have been at least 45,000 deaths from the vaccine alone. The CDC's own reporting system called the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, provides numbers of people updated weekly on Fridays who have been reported as having died or been injured by vaccines in the United States. The COVID vaccine deaths reported to VAERS stood at just under 11,000 as of last Friday, July 16th. That alone represents more deaths reported from all other vaccines combined since the VAERS system was established in 1990. But 11,000 as compared with 45,000 at least? Friends, the problem is far more serious than anyone would want to admit. And at the same time, our president, Joseph Biden, is carrying on a crusade to contend that all information that is contrary to what he, his agenda is to get everyone vaccinated is misinformation. Maybe to use the strange language of a former president, George W. Bush, maybe he has misunderestimated the American people, and their willingness to buy into his nefarious agenda. Attorney Rand said social media companies that censor this information are taking a risk. You're going to get censored when you try to talk about this, he said, and I would say that makes you complicit. Well, I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation as always with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms, and we try not to get involved in conspiratorial and conspiracy theory kinds of discussions here on this program. 
when I get a sense from an article, something coming across my path, uh, that smells like a conspiratorial kind of thing, I am very reluctant to use it on the program. In fact, I'm very reluctant even to read it because you can almost pick up the whiff, the sense, uh, the smell, the odor uh, from those kinds of articles, and people are very susceptible to them. They really are, even Christians, maybe especially Christians. And so here on this program, we try to avoid that kind of thing. Is it possible that at some point in time, I may have missed something and actually communicated something that wasn't quite on tap? That's true. It's possible because I happen to be human. But I'll tell you one thing. Here on this program, we take this very seriously, and it's not about getting ratings. If it were about getting ratings, we would have left this broadcast years and years and years ago. It's not about ratings at all. It's about reality, and it's about truth. But it's not just about information. Please understand that the reason I'm bringing this before you here today is not just to talk about the information regarding COVID and the vaccines and so on. It is a much bigger picture than that. Much bigger picture. And if we don't understand that as Christians, we are going to succumb to many deceptions and seductions that are coming down the pike. Not just this one, but many others. We have to be very, very careful that we're lovers of the truth and take pleasure in righteousness, not unrighteousness, or we're going to get caught up in the Antichrist deception that the Apostle Paul described in Second Thessalonians. Now, the federal law that allows for emergency use authorization of medical treatments requires that people receiving the, trans, uh, the treatment have what is called informed consent. That means they accept the treatment of their own volition and are informed of all the potential risks. Well, obviously, that's not happening. How could it possibly be happening when 11,000 have been confirmed to have died from the vaccinations, according to the VIR system, but even that is not being reported? What's being reported is everything is safe. Everything is wonderful. It's safe and it's free. Remember, that's how it's promoted. It's safe and it's free. Yeah. It may appear to be free, but there's a cost. The cost is the risk. And the risk is much greater than is being let on. In fact, it's much greater than is being willing to be revealed. When you find that 45,000 people at a minimum have lost their lives, not from COVID, but from the vaccination, one of the vaccinations, would that not put an awful lot of people on notice when they go in and are faced with a potential vaccination, a jab as they call it? Would they not be less willing to just cavalierly open their shoulder, subject their arm to the jab? So as Joe Biden sends out his governmental henchmen over hill, over dale, and hitting the dusty trail with uh, COVID vaccinations all over, the, all over the country in order to ensure that nobody escapes, he says it's because they're not informed. 
and they need to be informed. Well, then why aren't they being informed, and why isn't he informing? Why isn't the CDC informing? Why isn't Dr. Fauci informing? No, because they have ulterior motives. In other words, they're motives that are not directly related to either COVID or the vaccine. They're secondary to that. And not only are they secondary to that, they are actually not in the interest of those who purportedly are receiving the safe vaccine. Stay tuned, friends. We have much more here today on Viewpoint, and we're going to see the bigger connection here. I hope you'll stay tuned. Again, Viewpoint does determine destiny. There are no neutral viewpoints out there, including yours. We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. According to Attorney Renz, who filed the recent action in Alabama, the federal court in Alabama, alleging uh, that at least 45,000 Americans have lost their lives, not from COVID, but from the vaccines, because of a massive government cover-up, he also stated that the injections from Pfizer have an 80% failure rate in Israel, in Israel, he said the absolute risk reduction coming from these vaccines is about 1%, not 90%, 1%. I want you to think about that for a moment. Renz was referring to the Pfizer and Moderna clinical trials which showed the absolute risk reduction for those getting the vaccine was 1% less by getting a severe case of getting a severe case of the virus compared to those who just got a placebo. He said courage from everyday Americans is going to be what ultimately brings victory against the medical tyranny that has been rolled out over the last 18 months. Notice the term medical tyranny. He said, have courage. The only reason you've heard about me, he said, is that I'm willing to fight. That's the only reason. I'm not special. You have to be willing to fight. In other words, you have to be willing to stand and not shrink, not give up because of things that somebody might say. It's absolutely fascinating to listen to the talking heads of people who otherwise are respectable people, congressmen and so on, to listen to them even on Fox News. They don't have a clue what they're talking about. They're just accepting what's being said and presuming that because it's coming from the medical profession or from a pharmaceutical company or even having been promoted by Donald Trump, that somehow everything's wonderful everything's cool, 
and everything is peaceful and you can trust the vaccines. Friends, I'm just shaking my head here. Are we all that stupid? I don't like to use that term, but are we really that stupid? Are we really that ignorant? Are we really that susceptible at this point in time of history, seeing how our trust has been uh, violated at every single level by all the institutions of our land, whether it has to do with government, has to do with law, has to do with medicine, has to do with education, it doesn't matter, even in the church. Friends, your trust is being tested. Your willingness to trust that which is untrustworthy is being tested. And at the same time, your trust as to the only one you can trust is going to be tested even the more so. And that's where the problem comes. That's where the connection comes. This is not just about a vaccine. This is about a much, much bigger picture, the foundation of which is being laid to completely crucify your ability to trust, to trust God. Now, our president talks about misinformation. Maybe he's misunderestimating, to use George W. Bush's strange phrase, misunderestimating the American people's ability to discern what information is and what misinformation is. Ben Shapiro, the commentator, came out with a piece just in the last uh, few days called Lying About Misinformation to Justify Tyranny. Lying about misinformation to justify tyranny. Our president calls misinformation a serious threat to public health. His Surgeon General said that Facebook had not stopped misinformation through thoroughly enough on its platform. Well, none of that is accurate. First of all, Facebook is just a platform. It's not a publication with the same responsibilities of editorial uh, oversight as a publisher. And that's what they want to keep telling you, even though they do censor what is being said on Facebook. So what's driving the administration's finger pointing? It's a broader agenda to utilize the massive market dominance of the social media platforms to squeeze alternative media sources out of existence. That's one purpose. Before the rise of social media, most Americans who use the Internet for news bookmarked a variety of pages and visited them individually. And over time, as social media grew and the people began to access stories they liked through an algorithmically controlled news feed, Americans used social media for news. Well, this centralized the mechanism for information dissemination. And now, the progressive left sees this opportunity. And so, the president and his administration is seeking to call anything that does not align itself perfectly, perfectly with his 
political position to get 100% of Americans vaccinated is misinformation. But the reality is that the worst misinformation is coming from him by refusal to provide the real and true information. Let's move from beyond our country and let's go to Israel for a moment. According to the Jerusalem Post today, more than a thousand Israelis have tested positive for COVID, yet the new Prime Minister Bennett says we don't know exactly to what degree the vaccine is even helping. But it's a lot less than we thought it was. The Prime Minister held a meeting of top health officials to discuss the next steps for managing the virus in light of the numbers in Israel and what Bennett described as the Delta mutation leaping forward around the world. At the moment, around 60% of the patients in serious conditions in Israel have been vaccinated. Around 90% of newly infected people over the age of 50 were already fully vaccinated. In other words, the vaccinations, this was they used the Pfizer one, the vaccinations are not doing what they promised to do or what those who have been promoting them have promised that they would do. But what did they promise that they would do? What they did promise that they would do is not what the promoters are telling you. It's not what Joe Biden is telling you. It's not what uh, uh, any of his vocal henchpersons uh, around the White House or around the country are saying. It's not what uh, social media is telling you. It's not what Facebook or Google or Twitter are telling you. Here is what the vaccines said. Here's what the companies said the vaccines were to do. Are you listening? We repeated this over and over and over again over the past months. But here's what they said the vaccines were for. Not for the purpose of preventing people from getting the virus. They made no contention that the vaccines were intended to prevent people from getting the virus. Their purpose was to diminish the severity of the symptoms if and when you got the virus. So here we got people running around, vaccinated, touting proudly and arrogantly that they are now free and clear from the virus and nothing can touch me, I'm untouchable. Or like they said of the Titanic, unsinkable. Nothing could be further from the truth as the, t- the statistics are proving, not just in America, but in Israel and also in the UK, in Britain. Mirroring the data from Israel, Britain's chief scientific advisor said yesterday that 40% of people who have been hospitalized with COVID-19 are fully vaccinated. 40% of them have already been fully vaccinated. So if the vaccination was designed to prevent the contagion of the virus, it's obviously not doing that. In fact, 
having had the virus, your natural immunity would be far more efficacious to prevent you from getting the virus again than by getting a shot. Are you listening? Sir Patrick Valance said the figure was not surprising because the vaccines are not 100% effective. Well, they're not only not 100% effective, they're not effective at all in preventing the spread of the virus. What they are perhaps effective to do is diminish some of the serious effects of the virus when, if and when you get it. Meanwhile, Israel's health ministry found that about 40% of the new cases of COVID-19 detected since May were on vaccinated patients. In fact, listen to this, Israelis who were vaccinated were almost seven times more likely to get infected after the shot than after the natural infection in other words, if they got the infection without a shot, seven times more likely to get infected. Why? Because the shot infected them. According to uh, Israel's Channel 13, the disparity has confounded and divided health ministry experts. Some say the data proves natural infection provides a much higher level of immunity. A study by the prestigious Cleveland Clinic demonstrated a few weeks ago the effectiveness of natural immunity, and it concluded that there is no need to vaccinate people who have been infected with the virus that causes COVID-19. Why is that? Because the vaccines do not prevent spread of the virus And if you've already had the virus and have recovered, the chances of the vaccine helping you to prevent a more serious reaction to the virus are virtually nil. On the other hand, Dr. Fauci told Business Insider magazine that vaccines are, quote, better than the traditional response you get from natural infection, unquote and everyone should get a COVID shot. Now, why is he saying that? Friends, he's saying that because he has ulterior motives. Now, I hate to have to say that about someone who is in such a revered position as Dr. Fauci, heading up, you know, for the nation, that which we are supposed to be able to trust to prevent us from getting involved in... uh, terrifying viruses and so on. But the reality is that this man, over time now, it is being revealed, has had his hands, his mind, his emotions, his intentions, his money, his alliances involved in some very, very suspect places. One writer now has said in the World Tribune today, time's up, resign now, Dr. Evil. The writer says, Dr. Anthony Fauci must go. He is responsible for one of the greatest crimes in world history, 
funding the Wuhan lab in China that led to the release of the coronavirus. The result has been millions dead, the destruction of the West's economy. And when Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, finally exposed Dr. Fauci a while back at a, at a, a, a Senate hearing, under direct questioning from Paul, Fauci admitted that the National Institutes of Health under his leadership, sent millions of U.S. taxpayer dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And they tried to money launder it, it seems, through other agencies so it wouldn't look like it came from the United States. And they were performing gain-of-function research, creating deadly super viruses by experimenting on animal-to-human transmission. Why? 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 What's the connection with China? We'll be back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, on the front page are two great videos. First, an interview and discussion of Chuck's book, Out of Egypt. Also, a great TV interview with Chuck regarding his book, Seduction of the Saints. Much more videos, a for pastors only section, and also you can view Chuck's weekly teachings. All at his website, saveus.org. That's saveus.org. Also on Chuck's website, listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast. Listen to the archives. Maybe you missed a program. Check it out at saveus.org. Also, there are some great resources, hospitality information, also information about marriage, divorce, and remarriage, newsletters, articles, prophecy, prayer and revival information, all at saveus.org. It's always a delight to be able to come before you here on Viewpoint to discuss the matters, the things that uh, matter most in our lives, particularly from God's eternal perspective. And yes, I believe God does have a perspective on what's going on uh, with regard to not only the virus, but with regard to the vaccines, the motivations of the heart and the mind behind uh, the responses that are taking place. There's always going to be sickness and disease in our world. It's the result of the fall. The question is, how do we respond to it? Now, there's nothing wrong with human beings trying to find ways to bring healing, to bring uh, protection and so on against these uh, horrific uh, viruses and other kinds of diseases and so on that come upon us. That's not the problem. The problem is our hearts. The heart of the matter is always the heart. So in reality, this isn't a matter of, of Democrats and Republicans. If you're a Democrat or a Republican, it shouldn't make a hill of beans worth of difference to you what we're saying here on Viewpoint today. Now, it is interesting that 40% of Republicans do not trust what is being said with regard to the vaccines. 90% of Democrats do trust. Why? Because they have adopted a political viewpoint. That's pretty obviously. But we're not talking about politics here today. There hasn't been a word about politics here today. Nothing. It's about truth. It's about trust. It's about testing our trust. And when all of the institutions of our land, 
are crumbling. The trust is crumbling. Then what do we do? What then can we trust? Who will you trust? That's really the issue. Trust is a very delicate commodity. It takes a long time to build trust, and it only takes a few seconds to destroy it. And what we're finding is the intentional willingness to undermine and destroy trust by not telling the truth and by having ulterior motives that are driving representations that are being preached to the American people as necessary for their health, when in fact, the danger to their health is perhaps equally great. And they're not being told that. It's being hidden. And it's being hidden for a reason. Now, you can you can think, you can cogitate over what that reason or those reasons might be. I can tell you that there are two or three of them. One has to do with money. As the scripture says, the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is a big factor. These pharmaceutical companies actually stand to make not just megabucks, but billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars, and it keeps on because they started with one vaccine, then they said, well, you're going to have to have a backup, then they said you're going to have to another one, and now they're saying you might have to have one every year from now on. For what purpose? If the first one or the first two didn't do the job or are killing people, then why would you want to continue to have more? It's because you're feeding the insatiable financial maw of these profiteers called pharmaceutical companies and the politicians that are siphoning off major powers and monies off the back end of these companies. There are interconnections between these friends. And the greatest interconnection that I feel like I must bring out again to you is this is all laying the foundation in one one aspect to turn the entire world into a nation of sheep under the Great Reset or the New World Government. To bring every man, woman, and child, not only in America, but all over the world, under the thumb of a global government. You must understand this. In addition, it also has to do with immediate political power. Because if a given administration ruled by a particular party can get the American people of all parties to succumb or submit to this kind of authority, even though there's vast misinformation and misrepresentation, they will have accomplished a monumental power grab. And that brings us to this next piece. This came today from the Western Journal. COVID cases among detained immigrants have surged by 
100% as Biden's border crisis continues. The number of migrant detainees who have tested positive for COVID-19 in the Rio Grande Valley sector of Texas has soared by 900% this month alone. hundred and thirty five positive detainees in just the first two weeks of July. Now, Mr. Biden knows this. His administration knows this. The Department of Health and Human Resources knows this. Why aren't they willing to do anything about it? Why are they wanting you, a citizen, to submit to their vaccine and to mask up when they don't require the same thing? of these so-called immigrants, which are illegal aliens. You're not supposed to use that term, but that's what they are. They're illegal, they're alien because they're not citizens, so they're illegal aliens. The problem is, you see, there is a political motivation here. There is a nefarious agenda, and that is they want to bring in as many of these people as possible And, according to the recent statistics, within a year, Mr. Biden intends to bring in approximately 2 million such illegal immigrants. 2 million. Now, friends, this is, you might call it, an invasion. But for what reason? It's not about trying to care for these people. It's about trying to infuse political power and secure it for all time. That's what it's really about. That's wickedness. That goes to the heart of the matter. We have to be able to discern what's going on. Christians must develop discernment. We don't want to run around trying to criticize everyone But we do need to discern. And particularly in the body of Christ, we're called to discern. It's not about judging from the standpoint of condemning someone. But it is discerning what is going on, the facts on the ground, and perhaps why certain things are being done. We have to do this to protect the body. Then we have to do it to protect the nation, and we have to do it to protect our families, and we have to do it to protect our congregations, right? So a pastor who will not assist his people in working through these things and being straightforward and honest about it instead of dancing around it to try to make everybody feel good is just not caring for the people. I'm sorry, he's just not caring for the people. He cares more for himself and how people think about him that he does for the people. This is one of the problems that parents are having these days. They want their they want to be friends with their children. They don't want to be the parent of their children. They want to be their friend. And so they end up being near, neither parent nor friend ultimately as their children wind up wild, undisciplined, uncontrollable and without moral and spiritual guidelines. 
Now, I'm going to make a recommendation to you uh, for whatever it's worth. Uh, you'll decide whether it's worth it or not. I'm going to suggest that in order to help you understand this nature of discernment, that you get a copy of my book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. It's not even dealing with COVID. It's dealing with things that are even more important than this. Because we're living in an age where Jesus himself said that the number one characteristic just before the second coming and before the uh, manifestation of the counterfeit Christ, the Antichrist, will be deception and seduction. And it's going to be so great, friends, that Jesus said, if it were possible, even the very small remnant elect of true believers would be deceived. I'm telling you, the wickedness of the deception and how it is happening is unbelievable. You'll have to get the book, Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. It's an $18 book, yours for $15. It's on our website, saveus.org, saveus.org. You can give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. Now, at the same time, uh, if you do not have the book Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter, that is going to give you a whole new uh, vision of what is coming, you see, the seduction of the saints is foundational on many, 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 many levels of discerning truth and error. But Antichrist is very specific about identifying the characteristics of this coming imposter who is going to come in through flattery and deception. That's a $22 book on our website, saveus.org, Antichrist. How to identify the coming imposter. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. It is said that birds of a feather flock together. And that's a truism. So when you read a headline like this, George Soros and Bill Gates team up for $21 million purchase of COVID testing company, it should cause your eyebrows to go up big time. 
We already know that Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, one of the most one of the wealthiest men on the planet, has dedicated himself to globalism. He is up to his eyeballs with Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Fauci, as I recall, actually was on the board of uh, uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. These guys are all entwined, intertwined. But in comes George Soros. Now, who's George Soros? Just very simply, he gained his multi-billions by basically destroying other people, destroying currencies and taking advantage of people that way. He is a very wealthy man. He is a consummate globalist. He is a radical disbeliever, unbeliever, and and he is dedicated to undermining the moral and spiritual, political, economic, and educational foundations of America. And he's devoted his monies to do that. So when you find that George Soros and Bill Gates now are teaming up to purchase a COVID testing company, you know that something doesn't smell right. First of all, they're they're revealing that they're in cahoots for globalism. They are also revealing that they're birds of a feather, not just with regard to globalism, but with regard to the nefarious means by which they go about to achieve their agendas. So they're about the purchase of Mologic Limited. And it was announced by Open Society Foundations, which George Soros founded. The foundation's website said the purchase creates quote, Global Access Health, a social enterprise that will seek to expand access to affordable state-of-the-art medical technology. And about $41 million will be ponied up by the buyers, which includes the Soros Economic Development Fund and the Bill and the Gates Foundation. The statement said that the purchase transitions a world-class for-profit company into a social enterprise. Now, what is the social enterprise supposedly for? Well, it's supposedly to help deal with inequities in global public health. But behind the scenes, friends, it's about controlling the world through the agency of public health. Now, that brings us to the next couple of items here. The first is to create, to, to bring a correction to some people's thinking. This came from the Jerusalem Post today, or actually uh, yesterday. 20% of Americans believe microchips are inside the COVID-19 vaccines. All right. I happen to personally believe that that is not true yet. It's not true yet. And that's where people are misunderstanding uh, what's going on. They'll hear something that talks about 
microchips or talks about nanochips, uh, that kind of thing, in the context of COVID, in the context of vaccines, but then they conclude that this is already a given and done. I'm not convinced that that's the case. And I have never said so here on this program. Now, what is the case? Well, this case perhaps is confirmed by this report that is true. Bill Gates funded a way to record vaccine history under the skin at the same time a vaccine is delivered. What does that mean? Well, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation provided funding for a project that aimed to record a patient's vaccination history by injecting dye under the skin. In announcing the process via a Massachusetts Institute of Technology news release back in December of 2019, its inventors suggested the injection method was mainly to aid developing countries where traditional medical records are rare or do not exist. Now again, this goes along with the report of uh, the George Soros and Gates Foundation's purchase of this testing company, COVID testing company, supposedly to deal with uh, and aid developing countries. The problem is that that's where it spread. Not COVID, that's where this technology is implemented and spread so that eventually it can be used worldwide. That's what you need to understand. The intention is not to leave it in third world countries or developing countries, but actually to bring it into action worldwide. But it's easier to slide it into third world countries where they're more trusting and, you know, they they just don't have any money and uh, it's just easier to get them to submit. So how does this work? Well, the dye that's injected takes on a new meaning in the wake of serious talk in the United States, where elsewhere of vaccine passports and even the possibility of mandatory COVID vaccines. So what's it about? Invisible to the human eye, the dye uses nanocrystals known as quantum dots. Now this isn't actually a microchip as we understand it. This is much smaller. This is a whole new dimension of technology, biotechnology, they call it. It's moving from our biological system to a supra-biological technological system to turn us into ultimately a biotech humanity. I'm writing about that now in my new book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages. It's unbelievable, friends. You're going to be fascinated when that book comes out, hopefully around the end of the year, first part of next year. So this dye is invisible to the human eye, and it uses nanocrystals known as quantum dots. And these dots radiate slightly sub-infrared light 
that a certain type of smartphone can read. These dots measure about four nanometers or nanometers in diameter. This is so small, friends, you can't see it. The dots are held in tiny biocompatible spheres. The dye is not injected by a hypodermic syringe. Rather, it uses a patch with microneedles about 1.5 millimeters in length. Now, if you look at a, a little uh, ruler that's broken down into millimeters, you'll see how tiny a millimeter is. These little microneedles are about one and a half millimeters in length, and as they are pressed into your skin, they dissolve as they're delivering the dye into your skin. And research is underway to use the same method for the injection of vaccines themselves. And tests on cadaver skin show the dye can emit light for up to five years. Now, they're saying this is beneficial in tracking vaccines requiring multiple doses. I'm telling you that that is not its ultimate purpose. Its ultimate purpose is to make sure that every man, woman, and child on the planet have a vaccine that can be proven quickly, and you cannot unprove it because it is fixed in your flesh, not by something you can pull out. These little nanodots, it's like a, an invisible tattoo that becomes part of who you are becomes part of your identity. But that's not all. In March, on March 13th, 2020, Bill Gates and Microsoft filed with the U.S. Patent Office a patent application. And the purpose of it was to take this kind of technology that we're just talking about and amp it up dramatically so that the little nanoparticles that are injected in under the skin actually are not just used to inject a vaccine, but are actually used to set up a computational system that will be mandated for every human being on the planet in order to conduct financial business. In other words, it will eliminate cash. It will eliminate credit cards. It will eliminate everything that we know and therefore help to bring about the great reset, the new global government. Now, I don't know how else to tie this together in a relatively short period of time that's simple for the average person who is thinking to comprehend. But let's take it one step further. The ultimate connection 
for all of this has to do again with the word trust. The Bible tells us that we should trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we must trust him and depend upon him exclusively as our I am. But the forces behind this nanodot technology are just the opposite. They are godless people. They are seeking to bring you to trust them and their godless, hyperventilated technology to be able to save you from all your problems. And that's why Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, was so bold a few months ago as to say that when this great reset rolls out, you actually will not own anything, and you'll be happy about it. In other words, this new unfolding government will be so massive, and you will have to cast your complete care and trust upon it, confident that it will care for you and provide your every need. It will ultimately become your savior, your redeemer, your high tower, your shelter in the time of storm. It will provide manna for your food. It will provide everything you need. Just trust it. And therein lies the problem with receiving the mark of the beast. You might want to find out a little bit more about this in my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. $22 book right there on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Call us 1-800-SAVE-USA. Write to us at Save America Ministries. If you're writing a check at $5 for postage and handling, and if you're getting that and seduction of the saints at the same time, it'll only be $7 postage and handling for the two instead of $5 each. And become a partner with us, friends. This is serious stuff, serious things. We're declaring it to you because God loves you and is merciful and kind and wants to prepare the way for you. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.